0: hey everyone and welcome to our tuesday edition of the scouting report what a week for college football huh for the first time since i graduated high school the volunteers knocked off alabama 52 points and 17 penalties i would say that's very unlike alabama teams especially under coach nick saban credit though to coach Heipel, all those in knoxville one of the best facilities I you know, in the country, great facility. They've always been able to recruit, even with some of these down years, they've always had NFL prospects. Huge credit to Hendon Hooker as well. Uh, going back a little bit into this 2021 season, I had put a late developmental grade on him coming off his year at Virginia Tech. Saw a lot of good things. Of course, I wanted to see more. Before you know this season started, Joe Milton was named the starter, but of course Hendon came in, has taken over, and has not looked back. It's been great to see the continued ascendance of Hendon into a legit prospect at quarterback for NFL teams as, well, as probably the leading Heisman candidate for this year. Perhaps we'll go back here in a couple weeks and do a full report on Hendon Hooker. Excited to see, really put on film, and study him alone. But today, We're going to be talking about a different quarterback, this one from Boston College, Phil Jerkovic. Before we do, don't forget to check out all our podcast episodes, whether our Tuesday and Thursday audio scouting reports or our Wednesday specials. All of those, of course, are available wherever you find your podcast. Uh, have some fun guests lined up in the coming weeks for our Wednesday specials, as well as more and more players coming. For questions, comments, or future topics, of course, find me at RightStepAdv or head over to RSAFootball.com to send me a message. But back to today's signal caller. Of course, again, we're going to be talking about Boston College's quarterback Phil Jerkovic. Uh, his background, a one time Golden Domer, part of the 2018 recruiting class to Notre Dame. A four star recruit is what they called a dual threat quarterback out of Pine Richland High School, Gipsonia, Pennsylvania. Phil probably had his choice of schools across the country. When you turn down offers from Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Penn State among his 15 total offers, you could imagine he had them all lined up. But it was off to Notre Dame, and as many do in South Bend, Phil took a redshirt in his initial season. Saw time in just one game as a true freshman. Into 2019, he played in six games in cleanup duty behind starter Ian Book. Uh, Numbers in those limited snaps were good, though. Uh, Just a very small sample size. He did look like he could play in those snaps, though. Uh, With Ian opting to come back for the 2020 season, Phil decided to jump into the transfer portal and head back to the Northeast, to Boston College this time. He was one of the big recruiting wins for Coach Halfley in his first season there. Uh, Phil started 10 games that first year, set a number of records in the process, and really started, you know, under Coach Halfley, the uh, rebuild that Boston College was needing. 2021, though, a little bit of a rough season for Phil. Started the first two games before injuring his hand, ultimately came back for the final four games. Uh, With what was known to be a down quarterback class in 2022, there was a lot of speculation. I'm sure a lot of conversations on whether Phil would come out or not. Of course, as we now know, he opted to come back, made sure he ended that college career the right way. For those questioning the decision, I'm sure there were a lot of factors that went to in, into it. I'm sure he had a lot of conversations with NFL teams through coaching staff, maybe himself personally. Um, again, chose to come back. All he has to do is make it the right decision now. So far in 2022, he started every game, currently completing about 60% of his passes, 1,335 yards, 10 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. You look at that from a number standpoint, you really want to see the completion percentage a little bit higher as well as a better touchdown to interception ratio, but we'll see what the film says about accuracy and decision making as we go. On the hoof, you have a fairly NFL ideal quarterback, Six foot five, just over that is great height for a pocket passer, his 220-pound frame probably a little bit slighter than you would expect uh, but he's going to be good in that range there's nothing going to be sticking out there the other measurement of note his nearly 10 inch hand size no question about his hands being big enough through the process Um, so with all that being said let's get to the film First off, his strengths. Well, this is a tough player that really stands out among all other things. Takes a lot of shots, bounces back after taking some really big hits. Not afraid to pick up yards with his legs, lower his shoulders, do what he has to do for the offense. Uh, His other strength, he can make all the throws. This guy has a good arm good arm slot, good motion. He can hit his back foot, get the ball out with enough velocity, timing to get it anywhere on the field, make the cross field throws, downfield throws, throws with good touch as well. On the other side of it, his weaknesses. First one that I had to put down, decision making. That's really tough when that is the first weakness for a quarterback. Tries to make plays he should not and consistently puts the ball in harm's way. I'm not gonna chalk it up to a lack of weapons. I know that will be part of the process is you know quarterbacks like this that don't have a ton of true NFL weapons around them. It always is ends up being part of the conversation, but again, I'm not gonna chalk it up to that. Um, he makes throws back across the field when he's moving to both the left and right that he shouldn't. He tries to throw into traffic when he's falling down. There are times that he just must hold the ball either throw it away out of bounds, take the sack, honestly get rid of the ball a little bit sooner. Um, The decision-making has to improve. It has been consistent so far in 2022. He's really got him approved there. His other weakness is the pocket presence. Again, another tough one for a pocket passer, which is what this guy is. I would say it's very inconsistent, which is why I'm gonna call it a weakness. Again, there are snaps you put on film, you see the ability that he will slide, he will move in the pocket, he steps up, can drive the ball from that spot. But again, there are times he also, you know, runs out of a clean pocket. At times he does not move his feet. He does not feel the pressure around him enough to just, you know, it's a hat subtle half step here, half step there, to avoid the rush get the ball out takes hits he doesn't needs to uh, just ultimately that pocket presence has to improve so what do we see on film a right-handed quarterback works from both under center and in shotgun i'd call it kind of a hybrid offense they do a number of pro style things while still incorporating zone read and spread combat, concepts he will carry the ball a little bit as a runner operates in in zone read plays uh, with the option to keep the ball. I'd call him a good athlete. He can move, make plays with his feet, get what is their type of runner, uh, will do what he can with the ball. Not a guy at the NFL level that's gonna be consistently consistently part of the run game again think a guy like daniel jones in that way Uh, just hopefully not going to trip running down the field like daniel jones has Um, i would say a sufficient drop from under center good base sufficient feet again a little more urgency um, from under center into his drop at times would be good but does have enough size to operate from wherever he is at he does get to position again he's comfortable there just inconsistent with that comfortability Good short throwing motion. Comes over the top. It's a little lower than you'd expect as a 6'5 quarterback, Um, though uh, it's going to be in the range where teams are okay with it. You do see a few more passes getting batted than you'd expect, Uh, but he does come over the top. He can throw from a well when things are muddy in front of him. Little wind up, little follow through overall. Pretty compact motion in the way he throws the ball. Accuracy and decision making, I'm going to say sufficient for his accuracy and average for his decision making. Again, we talked about those a little bit already. For Bill Walsh and the way he built the quarterbacks, these would basically eliminate you as a candidate for his offense. For Phil, he consistently tries to make throws he should not. Way too many times he does not put the ball where he needs to. Um, Again, there was a time when 60% was a good completion percentage, but now with the screen games, other spread concepts so prevalent, 70% and above have become much more the expectation. From an accuracy accuracy standpoint, probably best down the field where you can throw to a spot more than to a player on the move. Does drop the ball in over the shoulder well. Does put touch on it on deep outside throws. Short and intermediate throws, you really see him off target here to players on the move. Um, Again, back hip, back shoulder. Again, slows guys down. Does not allow uh, runners to catch it on the move. Something that a quarterback has to do. Those are hidden yards in a game that show up in the final score. Um, Again, of course, where the plays where Phil is rolling left, rolling right, throwing back to the middle of the field or where he's getting hit, falling over, falling backwards, still trying to make plays, throwing into traffic. It's just way too many of those on film for me. Um, You see this quarterback hit a timing throw on one play. Then on the next play, he holds the ball, forces it into a bad spot. His numbers really are a pretty accurate representation of what this guy is. Um, Tough. He does lead the offense, but there are just too many things on film that I'm just not fired up with this guy. All that being said, he's still going to be a good pro prospect for a lot of scouts out there. Uh, Getting down to my player comparison. So there was one guy that really stood out above everyone else. So we're just going to have one comparison today. and that player is Carson Wentz. So this is tough because this is, you know, Carson was a number two overall pick. He's won a number of games. He's been a starter. Uh, obviously, the current narrative on Carson that is he is not a good quarterback needs to be benched. You know, hard to argue with some of those points. Again, Carson maybe hasn't developed the way he's needed to, making plays, trying to do too much. Again, all these, all these traits we just talked about with film. But some of that narrative, I think, is a little bit overblown with the media as, you know, oftentimes it happens. From a straight standpoint, again, Phil Carson, tough guys, try to make more plays than they should. They have good arm strength. They can make all the throws. They take hits. But, again, they're inconsistent in the pocket and their pocket presence. Uh, Just not guys that stay under control in a game. As the game gets faster, these guys try to get faster, make more plays. Again, Carson is still capable of winning games in the NFL. I think Phil has those traits, capable of winning games in the NFL. It's just going to be a case of hey, can you rein this guy in, get him to play a little bit more conservatively, play the offense, take what you're given, um, and work in a certain offense. So that's my player comparison. So, where do I see this guy in the NFL? So, Obviously, I compared him to the number two overall pick in the 2016 draft. Um, have to talk about the overall quarterback class just for the sake of the you know, the you know conversation. 2016, pretty average draft in terms of quarterbacks. You had obviously Jared Goff go number one overall. Uh, he's still a starter in the NFL. How good? You know that's up for debate. After that, you had Paxton Lynch, Christian Hackenberg, neither of who are still playing in the NFL. Before you get to the third rounder, Jacoby Brissett basically a backup NFL quarterback. You've got Cody Kessler, another backup quarterback. Connor Cook did nothing before getting to Dak Prescott in the fourth round. All of that to say, after those top two quarterbacks, there was a long way to fall to the next guy and a lot of projection on the rest of these players. So you're looking at the 2023 draft class where there is really, in my mind, a clear-cut one and two with C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and in my opinion, that order before you get what is probably gonna be another pretty good fall before guys like Will Levis, who we've already done on here, along with a guy like Phil Jerkovic will, Jerkovic will be in the mix for those next round. So when do I think Phil um, will be drafted? Well, I would put a fourth round grade on Phil, which probably means he's gonna go eh, beginning of the third round, maybe even the end of the second. As always, a quarterback value will be inflated due to the nature of position and really just a lack of NFL quarterbacks in the college game. Phil can do a number of good things. He's got ideal size for an NFL pocket passer. From all I hear, he is smart. He's a team leader. He's played in an offense It's gonna prepare him from the NFL, so he's got a lot of things that are gonna do well for him. I do think through the process, someone is gonna really like this guy, what he brings to the table, and ultimately view him as a starter for their team. I would just say, I hope it's not for my team, but hey, I guess I don't really have a team, so I don't have skin in the game. But either way, I do think Phil, again, I'm putting a fourth-round grade on him. I do think he'll probably be a late-to-early three-day draft pick. Either way, Phil, finish out this year. Best of luck through the process. I am excited to see your name ultimately called. That does it for Phil Jerkovic. Thursday, we will be back with Horned Frogs linebacker D. Winters. It will be fun to get back on the defensive side, do a linebacker that can do a number of things. At RightStepADV on Twitter is where you can find me or rsafootball.com. We will have another struggle for points from the NFL on Thursday night. Perhaps we will wait and see. So don't just show up for offense. Watch all aspects of the game. And in all things you do, keep scouting.